Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. This is the show that helps you overcome the barriers you have to becoming the best version of yourself and thriving in all aspects of your life. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and I'm here to help you uncover your ultimate truth and cheer you on on this journey we call life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and I am so excited to have you here for my first episode ever. It's actually really funny because this is my second time recording my first episode. I went ahead and I created my first episode. I had it completely edited. I actually had it like posted um and pretty much ready for everyone to listen and then I listened to it again and again and again and then I realized that my message wasn't there it kind of sounded like I was reading off a piece of paper which I was um (laughs) and it just didn't feel authentic to me so I decided I'm gonna recreate my first episode and I'm gonna go in completely in this episode I really just wanted to chat as for why I started a podcast a little bit about my journey, um, topics that I'm going to be covering on this podcast, and what I hope to achieve with this podcast. So without further ado, let's just jump right in. So again, welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. I started this podcast so that I could create a genuine community where I could open up, discuss anything to do about mental health, self-care, and really anything, um, you know, that will kind of lift that barrier to help you thrive in life. Um, I'm a Capricorn and my whole entire life, I mean, I'm not one of those people that like bases my identity off of my horoscope, even though I, I can't lie, I'm super into astrology. I'm super spiritual. I'm really into that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, my whole entire life, I was very, very focused on being the best that I could be achieving everything that I wanted, doing the best that I possibly could. And, you know, at a very young age, I experienced a lot of mental health issues. Um, you know, I was diagnosed with like anxiety, depression, ADHD, um, pretty much just everything, you know, starting at a, a really young age. And I mean, I am, I mean, I'm closer to 30. <laughs> I was going to say I'm in my mid twenties, but no, I'm not. Um, so I mean, when I was younger, when I was diagnosed with all of these like mental health conditions, quote unquote, this is when it was really taboo. This is when, you know, someone had anxiety or depression or ADHD or anything like that. It was really looked down upon. I was like the weirdo, you know, that had all of these kind of things. And, you know, regardless of the fact that I had a psychologist that pretty much told me I couldn't go to university and I couldn't thrive and I couldn't do all of these things. I really had it ingrained in me that I wanted to thrive. I wanted to succeed and I wanted to feel successful in literally everything that I did in my life. And that has very much been carried out with me throughout all of my experiences, you know, whether I was in elementary school, high school, university, traveling in my relationships, whatever that it was, I always wanted to thrive. And I found, you know, a genuine connection with so many people um, that truly want to thrive in their lives. And I think that it's only human to have these natural barriers that are kind of, you know, maybe at this time preventing us from reaching our highest potential in whatever area and aspect of our lives. But I really want to 
genuinely connect with people, talk to people. I'm really excited to have a lot of people on this podcast. I've actually already um, recorded a couple of episodes with some guests, so you'll have to stay tuned for those. But I'm really excited to just chat and connect with people to really find out their perspectives. Because at the end of the day, you know, I'm a firm believer of, you know, what doesn't work for you might work great for someone else. I think that we're all completely different. And, you know, the beauty in finding out how to achieve and become successful is truly connecting with your inner self and connecting and finding out the things that work and don't work for you. So I I truly want this podcast to be, you know, an open place where people can just be raw and explain, you know, this is what works for me. This doesn't work for me. And, you know, in hopes that this will help you guys, the listeners to succeed and power through whatever obstacle or barrier that you might have in your life so that you can be the best damn version of yourself that you want to be. Um, all right. So I think that I should probably chat a little bit about my journey. I mean, I've kind of already sort of touched on to, you know, the fact that my whole literal life, um, I've been, you know, diagnosed, categorized as somebody who's got anxiety, who had, you know, depression, um, ADHD, all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, I'll start right, right back. Like, I mean, I remember literally being in grade two, um, and being diagnosed with all of these things, obviously, you know, I had, a, what I would say, I mean, I feel like I I had a traumatic childhood. I think that a lot of people do think that they've had, you know, um, traumatic childhood. And I think that it's only normal to have trauma as a childhood, um, or sorry, I think it's only normal to have trauma in your childhood. Um, just because that's such a vulnerable period of our lives. But I really remember being super, super young, And being told by teachers, by psychologists, by family, friends, that I'll probably struggle in life and I'm probably not going to go to university, which that, you know, when I was younger, that was a really big deal for me. I, you know, was a really little girl and dreaming about going to university and taking classes and studying and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of those dreams were really shot down when I was young. People would just flat out tell me you're not smart enough. You struggle. Science is not your thing. You're going to struggle with math. You should probably do this. You should probably do that. And consistently, I felt like, you know, I had these barriers that I had no control over. Um, I mean, I didn't even know what anxiety was at that age. I didn't even know what depression was at that age. I had no freaking clue. Um, But I was just consistently told that I had all of these barriers, all of these, you know, obstacles and that, you know, due to those barriers and due to those obstacles that I wasn't going to be able to really achieve the life that I had dreamed of, even though I was young, um, that I couldn't have that life and that I needed to start thinking and working at a really young age to start, you know, working around all of these obstacles and barriers that God gave me. Um, and I just, you know, I've always found that I've always been very connected to myself. I've always been a very spiritual person since I was super young. It was introduced to me when I was like eight or nine years old, meditation, spirituality, Oracle cards, the other sides, power of the universe, whatever. Um, And that truly, I feel like, is something that has honestly been engraved in my path, in my journey, in my soul. 
Um, because that's what pulled me through in so many moments of my life when I was in high school and, you know, really, really struggling, which I'm not going to like chat too, too much about that now in this episode, but, um, it really, really carried me through and helped me to visualize a better life for myself and really believe in myself. And, you know, a lot of the times, like, I mean, when I graduated university, I actually had somebody message me that, you know, things came so easy to me and that life was, you know, handed to me on a silver platter and that I was so ungrateful that, you know, I had all of these opportunities and they didn't and this and that. And I I was like, I'm not even going to get into this because I don't think that I need to explain myself to anybody. Um, But I mean, long or the short of it, I don't life didn't come to me on a silver platter. I really think that it was the opposite. Um, and I think that it was very much my connection to self. It was very much my, my belief in myself. Even when the whole world tried to really pull me down, I still believed in myself. And I was like, I can freaking do this. I'm going to go to university. I am going to do this. I'm going to get a great career. I'm going to find the love of my life. I'm going to have the best freaking friends ever. I really, I really wanted to strive for just such success and happiness for my life. And I knew in my soul that I could do it. I knew that I had the willpower and I worked my freaking butt off. You know, like I've mentioned in this podcast, um, I really wanted to go to university. That was such a big dream for me. And, you know, yeah, I mean, (laughs) Now it's nice to say, you know, looking back, oh yeah, it was, you know, four years I went to Western. It was great. Like I worked my butt off, whatever. Um, like I really, I really, really, really worked my butt off and I hustled a lot for that dream. And I just truly believe that it doesn't really matter at what point you are in your life. I don't think that it matters your gender, your hair color or anything. I don't think that it matters. If you want something, you can do it. You just got to believe in yourself. And again, that's really what I want this podcast to be. I want this to be the voice in your ear, that support system that's telling you that if you freaking want something, and as long as it's not hurting anybody or yourself, then damn right, you've got the strength and you've got the power to freaking go and do it. And I'm here believing in you. And I hope that this podcast provides you with that strength, with that willpower, with that belief system in yourself so that you can overcome literally anything. And so anywho, yeah, I've chatted about how, you know, when I was younger, that was the big goal for me is that I really, really wanted to go to university because I was told so many times that I just couldn't go. Um, but it's funny because my mental health, you know, journey, my self-care journey, my journey to really, truly kind of settling into my own self was very much at the end of university. And like I had mentioned, I mean, I lived my whole entire life with lots of anxiety, lots of depression, um, ADHD, and amongst many, many other things that I will in the future touch on. Um, but at the end of university, it was really funny because my whole life, I never really actually, um, wanted to travel. I never really thought about traveling. I never cared. Um, but at the end of university, it was in my fourth year, an email that funny enough, I kept getting, (laughs) 
for like the last four years. Um, it popped up when I was in class and it was like in 20 minutes, come to the meeting for a potential chance to travel and study abroad in France. And for whatever reason, even though I deleted that email every single semester for the last four years, for some reason that email pulled apart and I was like, that pulled something in me and I was like, I need to go and I'm going to do this. I ended up going to this meeting. Like I left my class. I walked on the other side of campus, got to the meeting, put down like a $280 deposit without talking to my mom or anybody. I literally was like, I'm going to go to France. I'm going to study in France. (laughs) Um, and to say that my family was shocked and like, what the heck are you doing? Um, is an understatement because I was supposed to actually graduate and I pushed back my graduation completely because like, I don't know what it was, but something inside of me was like, I gotta go, I gotta go. And I'm just gonna, you know, do a lot of my last semester in France and I'll come back and I'll graduate, yada, yada, yada. So long story short, um, you know, I ended up going to France. The actual studying abroad situation didn't really work out because I had a double major and apparently, I mean, no one told me this, but apparently you can't push your graduation back just to do like study abroad course. Um, it has to be, if you're studying abroad, those courses needed to apparently go towards my requirements for my graduation, which that didn't work out. So long story short, I was in France, all of this kind of came and the university allowed me like to push back my graduation still considering they sent me to France. Um, and I had worked like four jobs to save up all of this money. I paid for all my travels literally by myself And I was in France and I was like, well, I guess I'm traveling. I've got to graduate in June. It was like January or something. And I'm like, I guess I'm traveling for the next six months. So here we go. Um, And I mean, this really is the beginning of my complete journey to wellness, to me feeling, you know, way more in tuned with myself and recognizing that true power that I've, you know, kind of always known I'd had. Um... And so anyways, pretty much, um, you know, the next six months, it was really, really, truly transformational. Um, I ended up traveling, you know, 14 countries in Europe. I ended up going to Asia, went to Australia, which I later returned to live to, um, and then ended up meeting one of my best friends in California and then went back home. So like I literally looped around (laughs) the world. Um, and it was honestly absolutely incredible and incredible in the sense because I traveled alone and a lot of people were like, Oh, but you're a girl, you're by yourself. You're young. You need a man. You need a man. Um, and I didn't feel that way at all. I felt super confident. I felt super happy to just be by myself and traveling to all of these countries and meeting new people and experiencing things and you know people will say oh well weren't you lonely I mean I'm like really really chatty and I have like absolutely no fears of chatting with anyone and I gotta say I was never alone (laughs) there was actually one um you know 
place. It was Trieste, Italy. And I was there for two days to see this cave that I like randomly saw in a newspaper. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Trieste, Italy. Here we go. Um, but I was in Italy. And for those two days, I actually chose to like be in a hostel bedroom by myself and just kind of be by myself. And those two days were honestly just so needed and treasured. And it was just such kind of like a nice little recoup. But um, no, I wasn't by myself at all throughout that whole entire time. So it was really, truly um, incredible. But um, so yeah, through that time, I mean, I was traveling absolutely everywhere. It felt unbelievably amazing. But the reason why I'm sharing this with you isn't to make you want to travel. (laughs) It's to kind of tell you, you know, where my life kind of changed and it was very much in these travels where you know yeah of course it looked really great in pictures and things but there were ups and downs there's ups and downs in absolutely everything in life and you know I was faced with a lot of situations that really tested me and helped me figure out a little bit more about myself but One of the biggest things is, you know, I truly believe that I cured my anxiety by leaving and experiencing things and meeting new people and being afraid. Like I literally remember when I was in France and I was in my, you know, dorm room because I was supposed to be studying abroad, um, you know, and I had that, you know, like last minute decision where I was like, I either have to go back to Canada or like who knows what and I was getting kicked out of this dorm room because I wasn't taking any prerequisite courses and whatever um I was having nightmares like actual insane anxiety like ridden night terrors waking up sweating profusely thinking of the fact oh my god I'm gonna go and travel what the heck am I doing my mom doesn't want me to do this people are telling me it's not safe what the heck am I doing and I pushed myself anyways and I think that like just in that you know I love the saying feel the fear and do it anyways because that's really really what happened when I went and I traveled I was absolutely terrified to go um but I pushed myself I was like I can totally freaking do this and like I said I mean there's there were so many I mean countless amounts of situations that honestly tested me and terrified me I got myself in some you know sometimes scary situations but after that full six months of traveling I settled into myself on a whole other level and I cured my anxiety. I cured my depression and truly felt like I had such an ex- like incredible experience that allowed me to fully be myself. There's something so beautiful when you leave your home, you leave everybody that you know, and you can kind of just be you. You're not holding on to those limiting beliefs that your parents taught you. You're not, you know, keeping up with the judgments of everyone that you went to high school with or what your neighbors think of you. Like you drop all of that and you are who you want to be. And that was so powerful for me um, to be on the other side of the world to just be myself and you know these six months were truly the foundation for the rest of you know my life up to date now because without you know those experiences I don't think that I would have followed my heart as much as I have when it comes to 
work, friends, relationships, all of that kind of stuff. Like, I really don't think that I would be where I am today without it. I learned so many insane things. And I mean, I think that people will agree and disagree with what I'm about to say, but I do think that, you know, challenges, I think that, you know, God or the universe, whatever that, you know, you want to call it, puts challenges in your way, not to create a horrible life for you, not to, you know, make you suffer, but to teach you something. And I think that that is so important. Um, my business coach, you know, said to me something that like, literally I'll never forget. She said, you know, I was going through a really hard time. And she said to me, you need to think of this as it's happening for you, not to you. I'm going to say that again. This is happening for you, not to you. Consistently, we victimize ourselves. It doesn't matter who the heck you are, how perfect or not perfect you are. Everybody victimizes themselves up to a certain extent. And, you know, things happening to us really, really plays the part of I'm the victim. Oh my God, this, this, and that. But when you look at life and you look at things happening for you, I can assure you that Every single obstacle, scary experience, hurtful experience, or whatever that it is, it's happening for your greater good. Regardless if you can see that in the moment or not, it's happening for you, not to you. And I can promise you that something is way better that's waiting for you, you know? And so, I mean, how this all ties into, you know, me traveling and such, I mean, (laughs) I really just want to share, you know, kind of where this really, really all began, Um, you know, because some people will be like, oh, well, what about in university? How did it not, you know, happen and start in university? Why didn't your journey start there? And I mean, um, in university, I mean, I loved university. I had like the best four years of my life, but I had an insane amount of anxiety. Like I had like crippling anxiety. I had crippling depression. Um, You know, I remember before a 10% worth exam, I had such severe anxiety for this exam that I almost broke my hand. I punched a wall like, oh God, don't ever punch a wall left insane bruises. Um, but I remember literally getting to the point where I didn't want to live anymore because I didn't want to write this exam because it was giving me such severe anxiety And so, I mean, to say, oh, did my journey start in university? I mean, you really could say that my journey started on the day that I was born. But I think that where my life truly changed and I was able to gain a healthier mindset was definitely when I went and I traveled. Because when I was in university, it was all about really coping. I started speaking to somebody because like I literally could not cope with the level of anxiety and depression that I was having. And it's funny because I was like, I had so many friends. I was having the best time ever, but I still had, you know, suicidal thoughts. I still literally wanted to die before every exam. I still couldn't show up for things. I was feeling so, so low. And so, you know, I I don't think that my journey really started in university because it was just so all over the place. But the experiences that I had in university definitely helped me to kind of gain better perspective when it comes to the human mind and at least the way that, you know, my mindset is. 
Which I think is honestly like one of the biggest, biggest things with, you know, at least myself, I'm not going to say everybody, because again, I think that everybody's completely different, but, um, you know, when it came to my anxiety and my depression and the way that I was feeling and the, you know, handling and being in control of my own life, it really, really came down to my mindset. Um, Another really, really important thing that I learned when I was traveling and away, I actually specifically learned this when I was in Asia. And it's funny because when I landed in Asia, it was like I was in a completely different world. You know, I'm Canadian. I come, you know, North America. There's very much the vibe of like the hustle culture. Go, go, go. Like you've got to do a million and one things. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Like so much stress. And when I landed in Asia, it was like a brand new world. It was literally like a completely different place because like (laughs) I remember because when I was in Europe, I planned out like every single second of every single day and I organized everything and like, and that worked when I went to Asia, like I tried to organize and I tried to plan things and everyone was late for like everything. I remember I like was in Phuket, Thailand and I was like trying to plan a whole boat thing and we were supposed to be on the island for like 10 a.m. We didn't get there until like 1 p.m. Like everything was everywhere. I was like, (gasps) I mean, island time is a thing. Let me tell you, like everyone was like super, super relaxed. Um, But that's not the point. Um, When I was in Asia, That is where I learned how important self-care is, like how truly important self-care is. And I see like a lot of memes when it comes to self-care and some people are like, oh, self-care, like drinking a bottle of wine with a box of pizza, watching Netflix on a Friday night. And like, hey, once in a while, like I'm telling you, I get it. Like we've all been there. Sometimes we need those nights. But I'm telling you right now that that isn't self-care. That isn't the self-care that your body and that your mind and your soul are needing. You know, sometimes self-care is actually pushing yourself to do the things that you don't want to do because, you know, your future self is going to thank you, right? One example of that is drinking alcohol. Uh, For those of you that know me, you know, I like my, I like my wine. I'm, you know, I'm French. I love my vino. Let me tell you, it's part of my blood. But when I drink wine my anxiety is through the roof. Like it's not just like the next day, it's like the next week. It unfortunately does not affect me. And as much as I love my wine, I know that, you know, if I'm going through a really hard time or if something's going on in my life, I need to really pull back from the alcohol as much as I really do want to like dive in and drink my face off. I know that I can't because what's going to happen to me in the next coming week is going to be 10 times worse. And the way that I'm going to handle situations and the way that I'm going to feel about myself is going to be a billion times worse. So, and how I learned this in Asia, because you're probably like, how the hell did you learn this in Asia? And it was really, truly the people that I had actually met when I was there. So was it the place? Maybe, maybe not. But it was definitely the people that I met there. And I remember like, just explaining to everybody that like throughout this whole entire trip with I mean at this point it was already like two or three months in and I was like oh my god um I've got this planned I've got that planned I've got this 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 and this like I mean I was I was traveling and relaxing but I was still hustling because like hell that's kind of you know who I am and sometimes what I'm all about and I had met such incredible people 
And, you know, this, there was this Thai man there and he was the sweetest man ever. And he couldn't fully speak English, like incredibly, but you know, he had his daughter there and she was kind of like, she was translating. Um, and so like, he just said to me, what is the point of working so hard for something if you can't enjoy anything at all? And I was just kind of like, what do you mean? Like, I enjoy this. I enjoy that. Like, I I really didn't get it. And, you know, when I was in Thailand and Bali, um, I really took some time to meditate and just kind of like feel into the moment. And there was so much power to that in itself because I've never taken a moment to really appreciate where I am. And I don't think that most people do. I don't think that most people know actually how to. It's difficult to be in the moment, especially in this day and age that we live in, where we've got cell phones and computers and jobs and, you know, just all of these responsibilities that are kind of like, you know, holding us down. Like we have such a hard time to kind of just disconnect from absolutely everything and just sit and enjoy the moment that we are actually in, regardless of whatever moment that it might be, regardless if you're going through a hard moment, regardless if you're going through a good moment, you know, like really, really kind of just marinating in that moment and feeling it for all that it really has. Um, and you know, with like, with the next couple of months that kind of, you know, unraveled me going to different places and meeting new people and all of that kind of stuff, like, I truly learned to listen to myself and listen into my heart and my soul for the things that make me feel good. And I truly think that that is real self-care, right? And self-care isn't the same thing for everybody. It's not waking up and doing gua sha, you know, not every single person that's going to be great for. I mean, even though I do promote gua sha, I freaking love it. It's great for my skin. But anyways, that's not the point. What I'm really trying to say is like, There is such a power to connecting in with what you truly want, with what you truly think and tuning into your own power, your own desire, your own needs and fulfilling that. That is really, really huge. Um, Now, I think that we are very much living in a world where like we've been told we have to please everybody. And like, we've got so many people pleasers left, right, and center. And I, hello, am one of them. I have always been a huge people pleaser. And currently right now in my journey in life, I am really looking at how I can stop pleasing everybody else and really start pleasing myself because I just don't do that enough. Um, You know, regardless if you're trying to please your parents, please your siblings, please your boss, please your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever the heck that it is in life, like we have so been taught to consistently disconnect from what we want so that we are consistently pleasing other people. And I once had a doctor say, well, no, people pleasing, um, you should be a people pleaser. You should be like pleasing all of these people and things like that. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be making other people happy. I'm not saying that you should be hurting other people or, you know, causing pain on anybody else at any point in time. I do not believe in that. But I think that everybody's happiness goes down when you're not listening to your own happiness. And if you're not fulfilling your goals and your dreams, then you're going to be living a life that's unfulfilled and you're going to look back on regret. And there's going to be a lot of opportunities that you don't take. I mean, we are the creators of our own reality, 
right? And I think that taking charge of the things that you believe in and that you truly want and listening in to what you really want is so huge. Even if it might not make somebody else happy, if that is like what your true soul desire is, and again, I always say as long as it's not hurting somebody else and it's not hurting yourself, then like go ahead and do it. Um, I think that that is like so, so paramount and huge. Um, And I'm already getting to like over half hour. I'm going to have to make some edits, but um, I wanted to keep my first episode kind of short, kind of sweet, kind of give you guys a little bit of like an insight of like what I'm really trying to say with Power to Thrive and, you know, what I really hope to achieve with this podcast. Um, And truly, I just, you know, I've been in so many areas of my life where like I either didn't want to go on or I wasn't feeling happy or I was feeling unsuccessful or I was feeling like, you know, everything was just crashing down on me and that I couldn't succeed at anything. And I really hope that, you know, this podcast might be that exact little thing that maybe someone needs maybe to listen to in the morning or at night or whatever that it is so that they can kind of carry through and regardless of where you are at in your life. Like I want you all to truly believe that you can succeed, that you can thrive in absolutely every single aspect of your life because you deserve it. Every single one of us deserves to be happy. And I truly believe that our purpose is to be happy. You know, regardless of what happy might be for you, whatever thriving in life might be for you, I truly want that for you. And I hope that this podcast is a place that you can kind of come to, listen to, feel inspired, and, you know, move on with your life in a positive, incredible way. So that is it for the first episode first official episode because I'm gonna have to scrap that second one or that first one that I had made but this is it for the first episode on power to thrive and I'm so so excited to start this journey off with you guys I am going to be posting a new episode for my podcast every single Monday so please tune in do not forget to subscribe and I will leave my details down below but if you're interested in following me on Instagram I've got my personal Instagram Annie Brie you I'm not going to spell my last name it's French throws everybody off so I'm going to have it down in the details below I also am a full-time business owner I do social media so if you're looking for any social media tips tricks anything like that I'll also have that down below it is the socialesthetic.com co. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I am so excited to start this journey off with you all. So thank you so much and have the best day ever.